Hello. Hello. Hi, Jen Nizzle. The Dank Arizzle. The Dank <laughs> We did it. We're here. We did it, guys. We're still alive. <laughs> uh, how are you doing? Oh, you know, it's been a crazy couple weeks. Um, <laughs> just working from home. Um, started off really good with this quarantine. I was like, yeah, I can totally do this. And now I'm starting to get a little bit of that stir craziness where I'm like, I can only see the kitchen a dining room table for so long <laughs> like I need a change of scenery <laughs> are you going on walks um I was doing really good um the first couple of weeks going on walks and getting a lot of good exercise and eating relatively clean but since Easter this week has kind of been not good so i <laughs> my plan is to get back on it get back on eating a lot lighter and cleaner and eat and exercising twice a day yeah, it's tough. I think everyone's hitting a wall. Yeah, right how now. are you doing? You know, I don't want to shit all over your parade, but I feel <laughs> like I'm doing great. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah, like I I really am loving this, like not having to do anything. Obviously, it's scary because I have no money coming in. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like I'm thinking about like, you know, my rent is due in <laughs> a couple weeks. But yeah, Um. I don't know. Like, I really like that everyone had to slow down and like, mm-hmm. I have so many, I didn't realize how many great friends I had, you know, they're like checking in and my parents are checking in. And I just sort of feel like we're, we're all coming together and being kind to each other and checking in with each other. And I don't know, I think it's really, it's nice. You know, I mean, it's scary and people are dying and it's, and it's very tragic, mm-hmm. but I'm trying to find the silver lining, which is like, you know, it's nice to slow down. It's nice to have that good group of friends that, you know, love you and check on you. And so I think I'm doing okay for now. I mean, it could change, you know, <laughs> it's like daily, everything changes so quickly. But I know. But yeah, I totally agree. Definitely. It's bringing a lot of people together. It's yeah. making people be nicer and appreciate one another a lot more appreciate what you have. And appreciate little things like going on walks, mm-hmm. you know, and like reading books. I have never read so much in my life, you know, and so it's really, it's nice, you know, it's nice to have like that downtime. Obviously, sometimes it's boring as hail, but other times (laughs) it's fun, you know? Yeah. What book are you reading right now? I've read like so many books. So I read this book um, by John Leland called Happiness is a Choice You Make. It's about how he follows around um, five older people. Mm -hmm. uh, Well, they're older New Yorkers. And um, they're basically all like on their deathbed or close to it. Mm-hmm. And they just talk about like what makes them happy and um, how they enjoy their lives. And it's, it's really good. Um, and then really I read, good. yeah. And then I read Nora Ephron's book, I Forget Everything or I Remember Nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was good. Yeah. And then now I'm reading um, Sarah Silverman's uh, biography. Oh, cool. The Bedwetter. Yeah. It's funny. It's so funny. Oh my gosh. Is she a bedwetter? She was a bedwetter until she was like 11 or 12. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) It was crazy. Anyway, should we talk about the pod? Yeah. So, or not the pod, the doc. (laughs) (laughs) The doc on the pod. The doc on the pod. Yeah. So, So, fill us in on your selection for this week and the details. 
Okay, so it's called A Haunting on Brockway Street. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to give a little bit of background, and then we can talk about whether we hate it or not. (laughs) So... So, it follows this filmmaker, um, his name is Stephen Shipley, mm-hmm. and his crew, while I guess they're filming their 10th documentary in this series, mm-hmm. which is called Haunting Saginaw, mm-hmm. and I found this website, and it gave a little bit more uh, information on the documentary itself, mm-hmm. and um, how it got started. So, it said that um, the crew found the family while they were looking for, um, like, a a space to rent for this event that they were having. And I guess the family um, in the documentary had a theater in their house that Steven wanted to use. So um, he and the crew, What's a theater? Uh, I guess went to a theater for oh, a theater. <laughs> I was a like, theater, a theater. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, bitch, you want me to tell you what a theater is? Okay. <laughs> Are you that specific? Okay. <laughs> we're talking about film. So, okay. Um, Oh, they're looking for a theater theater to to yeah for like some event that they were having, and so the family had one. They went to check it out. I'm assuming um, that the house looked like it had a lot of history to it. So Stephen started asking a lot of questions about it. So the mom Stephanie um, was talking about how old the house was and who it belonged to, like over all these years, and then she started telling them how one day her daughter, and this was in the documentary, one day her daughter came to her like hysterically crying saying that she saw a little boy in her room um I think she said with no feet so the mom kind of wrote it off as nothing and then I guess the daughter had like a family friend over or a friend of hers and uh she said that she saw the same thing so that's when she started to take it a little bit more seriously so she went to the library and talked to some department um, and they said that there was a child that used to live there, I guess, by the name of V.I.C., which is Vic. So then I think it was her son or someone in her family used a Ouija board. And this spirit said this name was V.I.C. So it kind of confirmed that something was in the house. So then the mom started filming any strange things that would happen in the home, like um, doors would open by themselves or she like heard scratching or moaning. So when she met the crew at that meeting for the event, she kind of gave them like all of their findings and then they sort of took it from there. So that's a little background Mm -hmm. about it. What are your thoughts on the actual documentary itself? Oh my gosh. I feel like it was really intense. (laughs) <laughs> mm-hmm. I was a little bit nervous to watch it because I'm usually not the type that likes scary movies and it was kind of freaking me out so I watched it during the day <laughs> I did too yeah I was like I'm gonna be like not able to sleep if I watch this there's like evil spirits <laughs> um but actually I really liked it a lot like I thought it was really good it was pretty like riveting because like I wanted to see what was gonna happen because like you know they were doing this investigation in the mansion and just like every night they would go in and they would do different tasks or different like projects to try to get this spirit to like come out so that was so interesting to me just the different ways that they were trying to get this spirit to like communicate with them and they were capturing a lot of stuff like piano playing and creaking of the stairs and closing of doors and opening of doors and sounds that would just like go off in the middle of like, like nobody was in that room. Nobody was in that space. 
So it just was freaky and I loved it. <laughs> yeah, it it really did scare the shit out of me. I had to like pause it a few times because I, I just, I mean, it like kind of gave me anxiety. Oh, yeah, I definitely um, went. Because I, I, yeah, it freaked me out. Um, and I thought it was crazy how when like they, so they have their own crew that I guess specializes in like these types of events or these types of um documentary so they do this a lot so they have like a lot of equipment but they also call on other specialists Mm -hmm. that they maybe like work with normally and so there was like three people that they brought in separately yeah um that would come in and like like talk about like one of them was a medium one of them was like a um a thermal dynamic specialist or whatever that Mm -hmm. word is and none of them wanted to stay in the house yeah all of them were like you know what, I'm just kind of going to give you my findings and I'm feeling like they do not want me to be here. So I'm going to leave and then I'll let you guys take over. But I thought that was really kind of crazy how all three of them were like, okay, this is, this is getting a little bit too real for me and I don't want to stay here. Yeah. So like the medium who came in, right. She was like, yeah, I loved her. She was like, as soon as I walked up the stairs, I felt something push me down. Like it did want me to come upstairs but luckily I like caught the handle and I I pulled myself up but she's like I literally felt like somebody was trying to push me down the stairs I was like yeah and that was the same scene that was the same scene where the filmmaker himself got like super lightheaded and then passed out yeah exactly yeah they were they were in the daughter's room because the daughter who had seen the little boy when she was little um is now like a you know teenager and her room is like the hot spot that gets all the action and there's like always sounds and stuff. And so they all go in there with the medium and yeah, the guy, he said he saw something like a black mist go face. And then he felt like he wanted to pass out, but he also felt like something was touching him. Right. Or like, yeah, I I think he did. Yeah, and then it, it kind of showed him, yeah, it kind of showed him, like, that's why he sat down, mm-hmm. I think, because he was, like, there was, like, a force that was, like, kind of saying, like, I forget how he described it, but he was just, like, I couldn't stand yeah. anymore, like, I lost my balance because someone was, like, forcing me to sit down, and then I think he, like, fell on the ground or fell on the bed or something and kind of was, like, wow, I'm super lightheaded, and then that girl, remember that girl got burned? yeah. When she was that filming, was really that weird. was scary. That was very scary. Because so what the medium yeah. determined was that there was two energies there, right? She said there was a little boy and there was like a, a, a negative energy that was kind of like dominating over the little boy's positive loving energy. And she said that that was kind of what was happening in the house is that 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 older yeah angry man she said or she didn't say man I don't remember but she just said that older it wasn't no, she, it okay. was it was just that older man. negative yeah. man he doesn't like the little boy and he doesn't want him here and he doesn't want him to play and he doesn't want him to have any fun so his energy is like an angry old you know man who just wants everybody to shut up and get out of his way and he doesn't like that we're here and he doesn't like that we know and it was like this whole thing I was like, oh my gosh, this is so 
weird. Also, I really thought it was interesting that they said the daughter's room was also a great place for spirits to hide because it was so cluttered and there was so many different spaces in her room because it was an old house. So it's got like a weird closet and like a bathroom in there and like a shower area and like other little nooks and crannies. And her room was pretty big and it was just cluttered with like a bunch of stuff. But when you are that age, you do want like a bunch of stuff everywhere. Right, and then they said it was nice, be- or that was not nice, but it was like another hot spot because it had so many right. corners, like actual corners in the room where you exactly. could hide behind all the yeah. clutter. I thought that was interesting. I didn't, but I didn't it makes sense. Know that it does. It's it does yeah. make sense. It's very it's logical, logical that like a cluttered space, a spirit would feel comfortable hiding into those corners or into the, you know, meshing into the into the walls or into the cluttery space because the human person could can't see them because there's already so much stuff there (laughs) yeah um I did think it was weird though like towards the end of the film like the whole time I was so scared (laughs) the entire time but then at the very end it sort of picked up it heightened in the scariness but I thought it was weird that when they were doing like one last sweep, I think it was like the dad's office or something that they were doing. Um, he locked the guy, the camera crews out of the oh, house. Oh, yeah. I didn't understand. It was almost like he was trying to be dramatic or something, but I, I don't know. I didn't yeah. get it. Yeah. So the main filmmaker guy, he was like, we're all going to stick together. We cannot be alone in the house. Like everybody needs to be like together or like buddied up or something and then he's like but something's gonna we're gonna do something different tonight we're gonna do something different but I can't tell you right now I'm gonna tell you when we get to the house <laughs> and then they yeah and, and then, then he just he like locks them, them out outside and do like a check around the house and then he locks them out he's in there alone maybe it was just to be dramatic but maybe he also just wanted <laughs> that one-on-one time with the house in like a selfish way to be like I want to communicate with you like I'm here I'm the only one here like let's talk because that's kind of how it came across like yeah he just wanted to communicate so badly that he wanted it to just be him and the house yeah and I think that like before all of this happened like before they even came to the house the mom didn't like no one really heard any noises I think and the only thing that happened was the girl the little daughter kept seeing this little boy and she got freaked out obviously because it was you know she's like a little kid but then I think once they started using the Ouija board that's when like the mom started noticing things too so I wonder if like that invited the other spirit or if the other spirit was just there while the little no, boy was there I, too. my my um what's the word (laughs) my thought on it is that when they did the Ouija board they brought in a new spirit and different like darker spirit because yeah after that happened that's when the little girl like woke up in the middle of the night and like unlocked the door and like walked (gasps) outside and went back to walk into oncoming traffic and the mom and the brother like woke up because yeah. the alarms were going off that somebody opened the door. So they ran outside and she was like literally about to cross the street. And she said that she felt possessed, like something was possessing her to go walk outside. So that was yeah. like really weird. <laughs> why do you think why do you think they do that to like the like the little children and not like is it because they're more naive or like why didn't they do that to the brother 
or the mom or the dad. You I, know what I mean? think that children are more vulnerable to energy because they're more open to energy because that's they're so like when you're a baby and you're born you're brand new into this physical reality but you just came from a non-physical reality you know so when you come into the world you're still kind of connected to that non-physical part and as we get older in this life like we get trained to think like nope the only thing that exists is what's around you like spirits and non-physical stuff that's just ideas like this is the real world But when you're little, you still kind of dream into that other non-physical reality. And I think it makes you open to like different energies, whether they be positive or negative. And also the like the big thing in the end, but the comes out, which we can talk about, too. But the mom thinks that this evil spirit is terrorizing her through her daughter. Right. Oh, yeah. that's right. Because, okay, so, let, okay, yeah. So talk about what hap- what we find out at the end. Because she kind of thinks she yeah. knows how it got started or who that it was. Me, or, yeah, yeah, let's talk about was that. the craziest part. So in the end, they had this guy come in who was like that guy you were talking about who does the thermo, like dynamic imagery and all this stuff. And they take pictures of the house at different mm-hmm. times and they try to capture like spirits on film or on camera. Some, I don't even know what how it works they end up capturing pictures of a face that's the spirit and it looks horrifying it's like it's like a skeleton but it looks evil but it just doesn't even look real like it just looks freaky and weird and scary and it doesn't look like a real person because obviously it's like just I don't even know how to explain it it's so weird it's, it's kind like of like a distorted, distorted face, face but it definitely looks like a face. So they show the yeah. picture of this distorted face to the woman, the owner of the house, the mom, and she automatically says she knows who that is, which is very strange because like how like that must look a lot like somebody she knows in order for her to just automatically say like, oh, I know who that is. <laughs> I know. I wish they would have done like a side by side because right? how did you get a like a face that you how did you get a person you know from that exactly. like such a so she must face. have like really been like close to that <laughs> look I guess so the mom yeah. says I know who this is it's a woman we had a falling out and she died just before we bought the house and before we used the Ouija board and this woman and I had left on bad terms before she died and we really did not speak and we really had basically like unresolved issues that they hadn't um, addressed before she died and obviously the woman that died had a lot of resent and like anger and hatred towards this woman who owns the house so she feels like that woman who she recognized in the photo is in her house like taunting her haunting her and getting at her through her daughter by making her daughter walk out into the middle of the night and scaring her and then also doing all these like slamming of the doors and like just kind of like being a nuisance to them and yeah go ahead yeah didn't okay go 
didn't she say something like like there was a reason why she was using the daughter? I thought she said she was using the daughter like, wasn't to there... get at the mom because like there's nothing you can do to protect your children when like you know like what could she do when there's like somebody haunting her daughter? Yeah. <sighs> you know, but like <laughs> yeah, that's true. That, she was trying to get back at the mom <laughs> for that by doing that. Yeah. So, yeah, I thought that was crazy. And I wish they would have went into that part more because I would have loved to know yeah, just more ended. about that story and what happened there. Yeah. And, and like, if the, like, they should, I wish they would have done like a follow up, like a few weeks later or a few months later to say that the spirit was gone because they did this sort of thing where they like mm-hmm. casted it out or whatever. But I, like, we don't really know. If it's right. it, like gone or not, it sort of just totally. ended abruptly. Totally ended abruptly. I was like, "Well, yeah. what happened?" <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I, I was just left terrified. With that image of the face, like, into your brain forever. Yes, because it ends with a they like have two huge <laughs> imi- images that they've like put on poster boards and then they they sit them down on like these easels and then they make the girl sit in between the two photos and then they're like talking about the relationship that she had with that one woman which is where Um, I wish they would have gone into it more I agree but it was a rather long movie so I get why they were like well maybe we should just (laughs) end it but um I don't know so overall like did you think there were some parts that I did think like, which part? Is this manufacturer, like, is this um, the the medium mm-hmm. herself seemed very, I don't know, she just seemed so kooky, and like, it's very easy for for someone to just like get jumpy and then say, oh, I, I feel someone there, or you yeah, know, I don't, true. I don't know, and and then also the fact that she could at the very end when she could just like see the face in that and then they didn't go into it at all that scene mm. manufactured but I mean I don't know and then also when he locked the door it just seemed like a lot of things were heightened because there was a crew like the the parts that I thought were the most scary was when they were just like sitting down talking oh, waiting yeah. for something to happen you know that's the parts mm-hmm. that I thought were the scariest you know they would just be like all right it's nighttime and now we're going to do our little investigation and they're kind of just standing around waiting and then they would like hear scratching or a faucet would turn on or something like that. So I don't think it needed the other parts, but I don't know, maybe, I I don't know. I have, I have trouble like believing Mm -hmm. in all that anyway, but I did think it was a really good move. It was like, yeah, considering you see a lot. I mean, I feel like I've seen a lot of like those haunted type shows that, come across really cheesy and really fake where you're just like come on that is so fake you know whereas this one I actually felt like it was very real and I felt like maybe there were parts that they did like amp it up amp up the drama just because they are filming a show but for the most part I feel like everything was pretty real that picture of the face I'm still curious about like how that technology works and how they were able to capture that. But if I just give them the benefit yeah. of the doubt that that's true and that's real, then that's pretty incredible. And I'm just like blown away. <laughs> Cause yeah. No, I mean, I, am I, would, I think that technology is pretty cool. 
Um, but yeah, my main thing was like, I really wanted to see or talk or hear about the woman's relationship with that ghost woman. And at the end of the movie, he did try to get her to like apologize and like talk about what had happened between them out loud. So that way that would help the spirit like move on Mm -hmm. into her next life or her, you know, just move out of the house basically. And you can tell that the mom, the owner of the house, was having a really hard time saying she was sorry and saying, like, like coming from a loving place. You can tell she did not want to. She was just, you know, things were said that that um, you can't take back. And, um, you know, I just want her to, yeah. to, to leave. I want her to be at peace. I just want her to go. And I want her to just come to peace with this situation and just go. And I was like, well, you should kind yeah. of say you're sorry and that you <laughs> love her and appreciate her and that you wish you would have done things differently. And then maybe she'll understand, like, okay, I, I don't need to haunt this woman anymore, you know? Yeah, it did make it seem like it wasn't the other woman's fault. It made exactly. it seem like it was the mom's fault. Like something happened with the mom. The mom never apologized. Mm-hmm. The girl then died. Mm-hmm. And now she's like mm-hmm. haunting her ass so hard. And then the mom still, like if I was the ghost, exactly. I'd be like, bitch, apologize. It's like, not that hard. Come on. And she still yeah. can do it. So yeah, I think that left it. it unresolved still. Because I don't know if that you know, ghost is willing to accept that what she was saying of just, just go, just move on, just be at peace. Kind of seemed like she was brushing her off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which like, if I yeah. were the ghost, I'd be, I would which still be also pissed, brought up you know? another really interesting thought, which is that, you know, when you do die and some people do have unresolved issues or they die with hatred in their heart or something like that, like, that carries this this is basically saying that that carries on into your afterlife you know which is weird because some like it doesn't happen for everyone so it's weird that like there are just some people that experience that don't that just go to yeah like it's very weird it's like maybe there maybe there is more but just the other people that are alive or right. willing to see them or I don't know what it is listen I don't <laughs> want to see none I don't want to see nothing <laughs> I really don't right and it, the it mom would freak me out also kind of put herself in that situation like imagine if she had like this fear that like oh my gosh this woman who I I'm really you know betrayed now she's dead like what if she's gonna haunt me you know and she has that thought about it and then she goes and plays with the yeah. Ouija board come on Oh, well, it was her son. If if that were my son, I would be so mad. Mm-hmm. I, I, listen, I don't mess with that stuff. Okay. I do not mess with any of that. I was, it was hard for me to watch this movie because I was like, <laughs> oh, am I inviting things like, watching it is, you know, into yeah. my apartment? <laughs> so I had to like pray over my house, you know. Um, but I, I do remember them saying in the beginning of the movie that she and her husband had found remains or had yeah um didn't they they, like bury something so it it was hard to see it was hard to tell like how it all started because they were going in so many different directions like was it the ouija board was it the the bones that they had buried was it the um uh remember Mm -hmm. they were talking about the the basement down yeah down in the Mm -hmm. basement they had found like cans 
and stuff. So it was hard to see like what the real source oh, was. Oh yeah. What were you gonna they, say about the bones? They found though? bones in the backyard. They were like digging up something, and then they found bones, and they thought, oh well, I think we should just leave them here. They didn't call the authorities. They didn't do anything. They just put them back and yeah. covered them, which. Also, yeah, maybe yeah. you should probably do something with those bones, get them excavated, get them out of that place. I don't know. Also, maybe they did disrupt a burial site. And, you know, we don't know really what happens in the afterlife, especially with people that lived a long time ago and all that stuff. But so, yeah, it could have been that. Or also they found that weird basement underneath the house that had like scratching scratch marks all over it and also cans food down there and they found like a shoe so it was and it the kind shoe? of seemed like somebody was living <laughs> yeah. down there at some point or being like forced to stay down there there was like no windows it was pitch black so that was kind of creepy yeah it was just like it was but it was very unclear like they never I feel like with all these things that they had found they never really mm-hmm had answers you know except for like oh maybe it was this one girl Mm because she looks like this photo and so I don't know that that did kind of bother me because like Mm -hmm. I want closure when I finish something like Mm -hmm. that like give me something and I just feel like there was a lot of like little things that that they had there was a lot of little experiments or experiences but then like it was very unclear with (laughs) there was no resolution (laughs) in an ending we need to call the owner and be like, yeah, so what's going on? How's it been so far? <laughs> yeah. I would not buy an old How's house. that girl? Like, She's I'm still sorry. Me. There's just too much energy in old no. houses. Like things carry energy. So like imagine like hundreds and hundreds of years old house. There's probably a lot of different energy in there. And like, I would not want that. No, not at all. So what did you think of it? All, all in all, all I all actually all. enjoyed all it. Here. I feel like I got a lot of insightful things out of it. Like I was saying, I was thinking about like afterlife and like relationships and that kind of stuff too. But also it was interesting to see like them capture something real on camera, which is still questionable, but um, pretty interesting. So I would recommend it if somebody wants to watch like a freaky haunted show, you know? Yeah, I I liked it too. I thought it was entertaining. I thought, I mean, it was, like I sometimes I just like to be scared, oh and so God. I like watching scary movies, you know. But I never I never mess with movies like that, so it was hard for me to watch because I'm just like, oh, I don't want to. I'm just like so Christian to like in in that. I know. Sense, I'm surprised you, you know, like in that movie. way. I don't want. Like, <laughs> I know it was, evil. it was like very. It was very weird for me. It was. So I had to like pray a lot and be like, you know, <laughs> please Jesus, like protect my home <laughs> type of thing. Um, but I did think it was really interesting. And I, I mean, I liked it. I thought it was, you know, mm-hmm. like you said, it was questionable at some parts, but all in all, it it did the job of <laughs> and like that's freaking all that me out. So. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all I wanted. Um, so yeah, I think I would, I think I would recommend yeah. it if someone likes those Yeah, like if somebody's movies. talking yeah, about I think like I would recommend it. or like ghosts or something, then that would be a good one to recommend. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. So, so I next? think the next selection is going to be totally different and it's going to be called, <laughs> drum roll please, 
LA <laughs> original. Bow chicka bow wow. So, yeah. Do you want to give a little no, background can, about it or do you want to wait for it. next week it's to talk about it? It's called LA Originals. It is found on okay. Netflix and it is about the, uh, it's kind of about a lot of different things, but it's about the LA scene in particular, the 1990s, early 2000s. And this guy named Mr. Cartoon, who's like a world famous tattoo artist, graffiti artist. And his friend, who's also a photographer, and they are like artists in the L.A. scene, um, just getting into all sorts of craziness with like music artists, celebrities, tattoos and art, photography and all this kind of L.A. culture. So I'm very excited to watch it, check it out, get inspired. And yeah, and we're from California, so it's like... You know, it's very West Coast, L.A. Like, I don't know. I just, it's a vibe. Yeah. It's like people, and I love L.A. And it's like people who are and like you from love New York LA. or Brooklyn or Bronx or something. You, you know, like this is like the West Coast version. So, yeah. Yeah. Me too. Okay, Let's cool. watch it and I'm then talk about that. it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot to say. So, uh, this documentary, mm-hmm. the haunting on Broadway, a haunting on Broadway Street, is on Amazon Prime, yes, and it did cost money. A haunting so on that. Broadway Street, and it's called that. like uh, Saginaw Hauntings or something like that. Well, he did this like series, I guess, and this was the tenth installment of like some series that that he was doing, and now I oh. guess he has a show on a and e um i know so i don't know if that's out yet or if it's coming out i, I don't know but i i did read that um because his his cool. movies have been like pretty popular check now it out. Show, so. y'all can check awesome. that out his name is stephen shipley me too i'm excited yeah well i can't so, wait for next week Ariel, tell us where can everybody find you at me too everyone can find me <laughs> on instagram at Ariel. Uh, A-U-R-I-E-L-L-E-Y. That's my Instagram. And Twitter I don't really use. Um, but you can oh, follow yeah. us We've on got Twitter. a Twitter. At? At? Documentary Pod. That's it. <laughs> Documentary cool. Pod. <laughs> yeah. Follow us on Twitter, LinkedIn, so, like, social media, Twitter, LinkedIn, all that good stuff. And YouTube. Yeah. So, all of them. Yeah. Thank All you. Right, Jenna, you we'll stay, stay safe. Oh, I'm going to. I wear a mask. I wear a mask. I know. It's so crazy, isn't it? Just like Good. how things have changed. It is. And it's also crazy that like now it's mandatory, at least in California, it's mandatory to wear a mask. But like two weeks ago, they were like, don't even bother with a mask. They don't even do anything to you. So it's like, which is it? Should I yeah, wear one? And the or mask is it I not going like, to make any those, difference? Like, it's like a medical mask, Very but odd. it's really not that. Like, I can still breathe through it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think the test is to take I a lighter be and able see to if you can the blow out. the lighter out. And that will tell you if it works. <laughs> oh, shit. Then, girl, you need but a new mask. Nothing, okay. That's what they say. Okay. Yeah. Well, I got to go to the grocery store later. It is so what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Oh, I'm, I'm going to pray for you, girl.
Yes. All right. Well, we love will you talk so much. to you all next week. We love safe, you. Staying sane and staying home. Thank you. All right. Bye. That's a great ending. <laughs>